Welcome back to 60-30 Split. I'm Diane, and I'm here with my co-host, Barbie. We are going to spend some time catching up on how things are going, and also today's topic is hearing about Barbie's name change, uh, which is the big news of the week. So, um, Barbie, how how is everything going? Oh, gosh, Donna. I guess it's all going really, really well. I mean, it's going fast for me. Yeah. It's, it's going to be start to finish 61 days, uh, which I'm really grateful for because it's, it's time to move on and I'm not getting any younger. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, it, it's, it's going great. I mean, definitely having rocky moments. Yeah. But um, rising above it, my my uh, my goal throughout all of this is to take the higher road and to kill him with kindness. Mm-hmm. So I have been faced with the desire to scream and yell, and I have not done it. So. Amazing! <laughs> that is really good. Really impressive. You probably are screaming and yelling, you know, in private in your bathroom, you know, late at night. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. In, in, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. But I've been able to maintain my cool when dealing with um, things and texts and emails, yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite sort of emotional boundary techniques that I told you about the first night we sort of started talking about this was, um, I put on this emotional armor and when I know I'm going to be interacting with my ex-husband and especially if I can anticipate it might be a difficult exchange, I sit in my car and I literally visualize putting on armor and it has become a habit and a practice. And now I can do it sort of without thinking, but it was a really necessary way to be able to interact with him without him affecting me. Do you have any examples you can think of off the top of your head? I may be putting you on the spot of a time when you were very aware that you're putting on your armor like really worked. It protected you right then, right when you needed it to. Yeah. And it's thinking back, it seems silly, but there have There's one example I can think of in particular where I noticed myself doing it in the moment and reacting the way I wanted to. Um, My ex-husband and I were talking about car seats, which is the part that seems silly talking about it now. But he had, without me knowing, switched the kind of car seat that he was using for my younger son, who was really little. And so... I knew it was going to be this sort of battle of wills and like, is he right or am I right about what kind of car seat he should be in? And I knew I was right going into the conversation. <laughs> and um, he started taking all these tactics of like, oh, well, I, you know, I have the right car seat in my Amazon card and well, you know, the 
American Academy of Pediatricians says that technically he doesn't need to be in this car seat until he's this age or whatever it was. He had all of these sort of excuses and things that he was saying. And I just used my armor and instead of getting frustrated and upset and defensive about the safety of my child, I just said, okay, great. So you're going to order that car seat when you get home. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, well, I've just been really busy and I haven't had time to, you know, make the purchase. And I just like, didn't buy into any of these things or take the bait basically of getting into that. Yeah. And we will talk more about it, but with a narcissist as a husband, you want to take the bait because they're constantly baiting you. Yeah. And of course, nothing is ever their fault. They've never done anything wrong. And so how nice to just be able to listen to him, let him do his thing. And then just to go back to what he said before. Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. I know. And it was such a relief after that conversation to feel like, oh, maybe this is what forgiveness feels like, that he doesn't have control over my emotions. Like he can't on any given day come into a conversation and I don't know how I'm going to feel walking out of it. I now know that I have this stability of emotion when I interact with him that he can't penetrate that. He can't, he doesn't have control over how I feel. He doesn't have my permission to affect how my day is going to go. And that's so beautiful. And maybe that's something we should talk about at some point Mm -hmm. is forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Is it important? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And what does it look like? Yeah. And I, I imagine it looks different to everybody. Yeah. But it's so important to be there. Yeah. Well, and it's not linear either. Yeah. You know, just because I had that successful interaction that day, you know, the next week he did something else to infuriate me and I didn't handle it the way I kind of wanted to. And so another practice I have is all in my journal on one side of the page, I'll write down what the conversation was. And then on the other side of the page, I'll write down what I wish it had been. And so that's another way to sort of practice how to regulate my emotions, how to have a conversation with him so that the next time I can see, okay, these were my trigger points. This is where I kind of went wrong. Right. Um, Not that it going poorly was my fault ever or that I did something wrong, but it's a practice. It takes practice. It is a practice. Yeah. No, it's a definite practice. And as a matter of fact, I mean, I was very, very proud of myself recently because I was um, faced with, um, it, it, it was like, it was like he was due for a temper tantrum mm-hmm. and I got the full force of it and I was so calm and was able to come back each time just calmly and I was like patting myself on the back and like oh yeah I can do this I can do this and then just today I have had to just fight from saying the thing that I really want to say but the thing that would also be childish and unforgivable in my sight right you know I, I need to I need to be proud of myself. Yes. I don't need for him to be proud of me. Yes. And you're also teaching him how to treat you, essentially. I mean, well, whether I he picks up on it or, or not. Years, <laughs> oh my gosh. But, uh, <laughs> um, oh, he's, he's a slow learner. 
<laughs> but it's okay. Maybe I needed more visual aids. So. <laughs> but I mean, you know, every inter- every time you talk to him, which hopefully you won't have to that much anymore, but um, if you blow up, then that gives him permission to blow up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and it's like you said, it's taking the bait. It's what they want. Yeah. I mean, he would just love for me to throw an equally as horrible temper tantrum so that he can point his finger at me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to let it happen. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that the first time I was really proud and now I found myself struggling today. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully I will get on top again. And I was good today. I just really struggled. I really wanted to say something. I typed out several things and then deleted them. <laughs> so this was an email interaction? Yeah, we haven't spoken okay. since I filed for divorce. Okay. But we communicate several times a day on a mm-hmm. daily basis. And, um, and I'm glad to not be talking to him because yeah. I think that would be much more difficult um, then, you know, at least I have a little bit of lag time. Yeah. So I can go, okie doke. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I recently wrote something that I called This Is Why, and I read it probably every day for about two weeks because it literally is an ex- explanation of this is why I left and it should not be a surprise to you and because sometimes I find myself um going you know was it that bad and then I'm like oh yeah it was Mm -hmm. and um so I I read this not for it's I didn't write it for anybody but myself um it would be fun to send to him, but I cannot, and I will not. <laughs> but it's, but it, you know, I write things that that I need to get out, yeah. and then need to maybe read occasionally, and then I don't have to think about it at night when I'm going to sleep. Yeah, it's like, all right, that's that's out, that's out. It's it's in a computer file. I can read it again if I want to, but I don't have to visit it tonight. Yeah. So. That's been helpful. I really like that. So your big news this week or big decision was your name. So you have a chance to decide what your name is going to be. I do. And I, and I wrote our dear book club yeah. and um, asked them to weigh in. I told them that, that they that they didn't get to decide for me, but I, you know, I'd like for them to weigh in on, uh, I had two choices for names, but, um, well, I really liked how you ended that email with, again, you don't get to choose. That's up to me, but you do get to weigh in. And I think that's important that you recognize the difference of like, I'm interested in input. Um, but you know that it's your decision. So I have a, well, okay, tell us about the two options first before. Well, I want to hear, hear your story. What, what? Well, I was going to ask you if the subtext of you emailing us was really, will you think I'm weird if 
will, or will you think it's weird if I pick option A or will you think it's weird if I pick option B? Like, were you worried about what are people going to think if I maybe, pick I mean, one or the other? On, on, I bet that on some level yeah. that that was playing a part um, because I, I, I will tell you, okay, this is what I've been thinking. Um, this is the first time I have been faced with the real um, opportunity to choose my own name. Yeah. Um, and you think about, and you know, you have children. Of course, naming them is very important, but I don't think a lot of us spend a ton of time thinking about what that name might mean to them in the long term. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, maybe we do. Maybe you're aware that you don't want your child to get beat up on the playground. Right. But, um, <laughs> but you know, names are really important. And I went from my maiden name to my first husband's name. And then when we divorced, um, we've been together 28 years, had three children together. Um, Two of them were unmarried and still had the same left name. So I, I kept my married name. Mm-hmm. So because it was my children's name and yeah. I had been that name for longer than you'd have been any other name. For I, sure. Longer yeah. than I had my maiden name for yeah. sure. And so that was a no brainer. Um, and then I immediately remarried Yeah. and um, took my second husband's name. And so this time, um, in the state of Texas, at the time of your divorce, you can change your name um, and avoid extra expenses, avoid going in front of a judge, going, you know, having background checks, all of that. All of which, I mean, I'm fine. Yeah. I, I, why right. hassle? Um, I obviously couldn't go back to my first husband's name because that would be just beyond strange. Yeah. And, um, well, to complete your explanation, so to do it at the same time as you're getting your divorce. So it's like part of your court order is includes your name change. Exactly. So you don't want to do it, like pick something now and then change your mind in a year from now or something. You want to get it right. So much like getting married, uh, you, you know, with your marriage certificate, you can take that anywhere and say, look, this is my name. If it's in your divorce decree, the same thing, you go to the DMV and say new mm-hmm. name, they, and they just give you a new driver's license right. with that name on it. It's, it's, it makes it, it makes a, a, a large hassle of a process that men do not have to go through, mm-hmm. um, but it makes it a little easier. Yeah. So, I not being able to go back to my first husband's name, that left me my maiden name and my current name or one other which would be um using my middle name as a last name because you just have to use a name that you've been known by in the past yeah so um it i guess the logical thing would be to go back to my maiden name but this is where i think it gets interesting at my age Mm -hmm. the last time I was that person I was 23 years old Mm -hmm. I'm 61 now Mm -hmm. it's been a long time and quite frankly I I have a lot of love and respect for her yeah 
I don't want to be her again. Yeah. And both of my parents are gone, and I just, it just felt like such a backward step. Yeah. And I, that may sound strange to some of you listening, I don't know, but to me it was a huge deal. Yeah. And I, it, I could not be her again. And so I could keep my current husband's name, but that doesn't feel right either. Um, now, I will say that my name is very generic. Yeah. And that has appealed to me. But the name is nice and the name is easy and it requires no name change right. process. Right. The paperwork alone oh. is just so frustrating. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's a full-time job to change your name. It is. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. But I found out that my fourth choice would be to use my middle name as my last name. And this one is the one that I wanted to be really quiet about and, and sit with. And and I did in, invite you girls to weigh in mm-hmm. um, because I had to make a decision today. Oh, wow. Um, okay. But um, I... When you say be really quiet about, I'll clarify it for the listener. Okay. You don't mean be secretive about. You oh, mean no. like sit quietly and decide, really search inside yourself of what you want it to be. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and to say it out loud occasionally and see how it feels mm-hmm. and to see it written down and mm-hmm. see how it feels. And, and you're right, not be secretive about yeah. it, but just, I, I, I didn't want to like layer it either. Yeah. Say, yeah. Oh, these are Right. And invite opinions from all over the place. Yeah. No. And it does seem, it does seem like the, well, it's the choice that comes with the additional task of explaining why I chose it. Oh, yeah. And I will tell you today that I have chosen this option. I would cry. Oh, no. Okay. But my name is Barbara Aline. And Aline is my grandmother's name. I was named for her and I, I looked it up and um, it is also it can be a surname um, it's not a wildly popular surname I think there may be one person in the United States with that name um, surely there are more but um, but um, I looked up the meaning and the meaning is bright shining light and um, I really love that. It says mm-hmm. it's an Irish female name encompassing brilliance at its <laughs> most enthralling. And then I looked up the personality of the name. And it says that Aline is a name that implies a pioneering spirit. You're a natural born leader, highly focused and achievement oriented. Enduring a hardship to try out new things comes naturally to you. Which it doesn't. (laughs) All of this would be a really, really nice name to live up to. And as long as I'm getting to choose it, um, I feel like it would be be nice. And so today, 
I was um, taking part in a guided meditation. Cool. And during that meditation, this woman must have said uh, the words bright, shining light a million mm-hmm. times. I was like, oh my gosh, if, if this isn't guidance, then I don't yeah. know what is. I, I mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, it made me just feel, she could have said a million things, yeah. but she just kept saying bright, shining light. And I'm like, well, there's your answer. Yeah. So I'm in three weeks time. My name will be Barbara Aline. Barbara Aline. It almost itself is a mantra. Like you could just say your name as your mantra of like all of the meaningful things behind it and all of the, not just like what the words mean, but also what it means to you to have chosen it. I love that. Yeah. And it is, it is, it's a, it's actually a a precious gift that I've been given to, to choose my name. And So making it worth the the hassle. How do you feel having decided? I feel very much at peace with it. And I mean, and it's not a foreign name to me because I was, you know, Barbara Alley my whole life, just with another name on the end. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I don't know. I, it gives me, it gives me like, it's like I get, Tabula Rosa, you know, Mm -hmm. I get this blank slate that I get to fill in and I get to try to live up to this thing. And yay. So that's what happened with me. That is so fun. You know, I want to hear about your experience though, because you took a different route than most women in your position would have. Yeah. And I question it sometimes. Um, So I, growing up, was Diane Davis. And then, you know, when I got engaged, it was this flurry of, you know, I got engaged in the Pinterest and Instagram era of, like, future Mrs. Holland and hashtag engaged and, like, all of the fanfare that comes with getting engaged in my generation um, that probably didn't exist as much in yours. But, um, and so looking back, I'm like, what, why did I care so much about having this last name that I don't even like as much? I moved backwards in alphabetical order. I liked being at the front of the alphabet. <laughs> um, I liked the alliteration. I liked my name. I was proud of being Diane Davis and I didn't mind being Diane Holland. Cause so then, um, I, you know, had kids and their last name was Holland and that was great. And, Then when it came, oh, so when I was hiring my divorce attorney, I had to fill out this long, you know, 15 page questionnaire of all my details and financial information, everything. And, you know, there was a checkbox hidden in number 54 on the questionnaire of what do you want to return to your maiden name? And I, you know, I was in the blur, this like emotional blur of getting divorced, also postpartum like I was like so hormonal that I didn't even think about this choice I was making I was just just it just happened and I was like you know really feeling very spiteful at that point and very hurt and like well of course I want to go back to my name I don't want anything to do with this name anymore and so I just checked yes not thinking about the implications of that 
Um, and so then on page 75 of my very long divorce decree, um, you know, again, buried in there, it said, and it is ordered that Diane is now Diane Davis. Like this is your last name. And so I didn't realize the implications of the decision that I made in this like emotional haze. And I'm, I am fine with it, but it took some getting used to for a couple of reasons. One, like you said, I hadn't been Diane Davis since I was a teenager. Diane Davis is a little kid who had no idea what life could turn into. Um, I hadn't, I mean, Diane Davis is, was like the girl, Miss High Kick on drill team. Like it wasn't this, you know, professional adult mom. Like I did it. They were totally different people. It's just somebody else. Somebody, somebody else. That you love and respect, right. but maybe you don't want to be yeah, her again. Exactly. Well, wants, you don't want to be on the drill team now. Do you? No, I don't. Okay. No. My splits have really gone out the window. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, and then, so that was weird to get used to. And also, um, the I like not sharing the same last name as my kids. I didn't think that through very much, and it feels like they're on a team, and I'm like the extra. You know, I'm the what's it called the sub in person right. on a soccer team. Like they're the team, Team Holland, mm-hmm. and I'm like the extra. Is how it feels even now, and it's like still a thing that when I send emails to like the other first grade moms at school like this is Diane Davis Summer Holland's mom like I have to like clarify who I'm who I come with and well why it you know brings up all these things like why is her last name different and it's something I will always I think feel a little self-conscious about or like not self-conscious but just conscious Conscious. at least of um so if you had it to do over again you would stick with Holland if I had it to do over again, I don't think I would have switched to Holland in the first place. Oh, so smart. And then I wouldn't have this, like, discontinuity of identity. I would have been Diane Davis all along. And I probably would have had my kids be named, a hyphenated name, Davis Holland. Right. Um, and, again, like, why... <laughs> Why are the men the ones who get to not care? I don't know. <laughs> and I mean, you know, this. I, I have struggled with watching younger people get married and not take their uh, husband's last name because yeah. it, that, to me, was foreign. Yes, I mean, you, you you would not have done that right in my age. But having reached this point, I am like. What on earth? It feels really backward. Yeah. And especially knowing that what you have to deal with afterwards. And you said it too. Your name comes with an explanation. Mm-hmm. And so you're constantly having to explain who you are when it should not be a question. I mean, yeah. it, it, it should just be your name. And let's move forward. Yeah. But back to your original question, I guess I, I did want some form of, of uh, validation or uh, knowing that I wouldn't be ridiculed yeah. for whatever I chose. Um, and, and 
And I don't think either choice would have been strange. I, I mean, I there are maybe explanations that come with either one, but I think it would have been very reasonable to stay your current last name. And I think it makes so much sense to be your new name. I don't think either one is a weird choice. I don't think anybody's going to be like, oh, that's weird. Why did she pick that? No. You know? I am not at all sure that I would change my name again. I mean, this is enough names. Yeah, I know. I am sure that I would not change my name again. And and I don't think that it's necessarily important to, whereas I I used to think it was. It felt so important to me at the time. And now I think, why did I care so much? Why did that feel so important to me? I mean, and probably it's because of the same thing that you're talking about of, well, what's wrong with your relationship that you wouldn't want to share a last name with this person? You're too independent. You're, you know, you're not committed enough. Because a woman can be too independent, but a man can't. Yeah. So there's just stereotypes that we are obviously still just battling. Yeah. um, And that I have not even been aware of for all my life, it's you know, it's kind yes. of been a, a, a new awakening for me. Like, yeah. Well, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. I love your name. Tell, you. say it one more time so you get used to it. I'm supposed to say it three times. Because okay. That grounds things. Okay, let's but hear I'll it. Just say it once because that seems really much. <laughs> um, Barbara Aline. Barbara Aline. Barbara Aline. Well, this was really great, and I'm really excited for you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. You know they'll